going on? Welcome to the Performa Popcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all things pop culture. So it might be movies, it might be TV, it might be some band that you've never even heard of. Um, I'm your host, Peter Sears, comedian slash podcaster um, slash lover of all things pop culture. And uh, my guest today, uh, I've known, I've known him. God, I. I it's hard to put a timeline, but it's, I feel like it's been at least six or seven years. Like I met you pretty early on in my comedy. Um, I work with this guy a bunch. He's a very funny guy's comedian. He's now a best-selling author. Uh, he's got a new book out that you can get anywhere. Books are available, Amazon, all that good stuff called the art of being yay. Um, he'll, he's going to tell us about that and you can find him on Instagram. Uh, Aiden park, right? You're just Aiden park on Instagram. And it's stuff, Aiden right? park show. Aiden Park Show, that's right, that's right, on on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as well. He makes great TikToks, uh, but you guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for my buddy Aiden Park. Hey, buddy. Yay! Thanks, Peter! Whoa, whoa! I I was like, I got to... Six, seven years, seriously. I feel like the first time that you and I met um, was we did a show, we did some shows down at the Comedy Palace in San Diego, I think was the first oh, time. Oh shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was a long time. I mean, that was a while ago. That's, That's when weird. Zach Miller was running it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it had to be like, I'm just trying to do a timeline. It had to be like five or six years, somewhere around there. Uh, 2014. Uh, yeah, somewhere around there, I feel like. Yeah. You know, so how you been, man? I've been good. I've been good, you know. You're like uh, a, you're, you're in LA. Like, you're like a guru now. Am I a guru? You know what? Actually, I never <laughs> told you this, but um, so I've been I see like I secretly have been studying like empowerment for like 15 years. I just didn't tell okay. anybody. They didn't okay. want people to be weird. To right. think I was weird. And you actually, I was a master practitioner in this thing called neurolinguistic programming. Neurolinguistic. Yeah, neuro-linguistic programming. It's okay. like how, um, it's this concept that like language creates the world. So uh-huh. you listen really carefully to the way people are saying things and you can figure out people's model of the world and adjust to get what you need. So I don't know if you noticed, but when we were running, my career is built on running shows at the Laugh Factory and the improv and the flappers and I do this and I do that. Like you saw me, like I'm juggling a bunch of stuff. It's because right. of neuro-linguistic programming. So like, um, it, so it, would that would that be like a, uh, like the Jedi mind trick for like normal people? You, are you? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, one could say that I think it's a very powerful tool. It's a very okay, powerful tool. I don't like to use it to manipulate, but you could. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Could. Like, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could kind of, if you're good at this, you could get people to do maybe things that. Like, kind of like, oh, actually, because uh, I've been watching, you know, we've been locked up for so long. We've, oh, I don't know about you. We've had a lot of time to watch things during the pandemic. And uh-huh. I went, I went, I fell down the, like the rabbit hole of watching all the cult documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all like the Nexium and the Scientology and uh, oh. the, I forget what, what, the one that was in uh, like up in Oregon. What was that one called? Uh, Wild, wild, oh my God, it, it's crazy. Anyway, yeah. um, but like a lot of those guys, they use yeah. certain verbiage and whatever yeah. to like trigger people's emotions or whatever. And then all of a sudden they follow them and 
they drink Kool-Aid and, and everyone's dead or yeah. whatever. <laughs> For sure. And so maybe, maybe people, you know why I hear the trick? People want to feel understood uh-huh. and, and, and they want to feel like they're less alone. And so Justin talking to you, this is on video, right? Yeah. It's yeah. on video. So yeah. if I really wanted to connect with you, if I really wanted to connect with you, I would be like, hey man, like I watched that too. And you know, like when I saw Netflix, like when I, when I would watch, like I, I watched the Gilmore, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. You see what I'm doing? I'm like mimicking what you did. And then I go, wow. you know, and then when I watch Gilmore Girls, it makes me think like, you know, really warm feelings. Like, so I just mirrored you by doing this. You just did that. And I oh, did this. God, I'm annoying. You. <laughs> and it creates a bond. I'm like, I'm like, I look weird. (laughs) We used to to do that. uh, It's something similar in uh, at Groundlings. You've been to Groundlings, yes? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, you would tell, like, you would sit. I forget what the name of the game is called, but you sit there and you just tell your story. And then the next person goes up, but they have to pick up on whatever mannerisms that you're doing, and then. And then that person, the next person watches that person. And so every person has their thing. And so by the time you get to the end of the line, you have this crazy person that's doing all these weird things with their head and with their mouth. And, <laughs> say, and yeah. it's like, it's this ridiculous thing, but it's true. We all do our little things. And that's an, that's interesting. Ling, yeah. Neuralistic, linguistic, neuro, neuro linguistic programming, neuro linguistic programming. Yeah. We're going to look into yeah. this. For sure. Oh, it's so um, interesting. I love it. My favorite thing yeah. in the world. So you've been studying that for 15 years. Yeah. I mean, are we allowed yeah. to talk about anything that we censored? You could talk about anything as long as you're not going to confess to committing any crimes. Uh, well, I mean, I was a prostitute. Oh, that's fair. That's no fair. one caught me. Yeah, but it's legal. So- <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's legal in some places, so whatever. <laughs> that's funny. I know. Um, yeah, no, I talk about that in my book. Um, yeah, no, when I was like 19, I don't know if you know this. Uh, no, I, I don't 19, think I do. I, I don't, I, like, I don't, I didn't tell anybody, but like, uh, because I, you know, I didn't think it was relevant, but like, yeah, yeah. when I was 19, I was actually, uh, I was an undocumented immigrant and I was raised by uh, like a single grandma in government housing in the, in the projects, like on government food. And it really? was like senior government home I wasn't allowed to be at. Oh, and, right. Uh, I got HIV when I was 19 because oh, I was a shit. prostitute because I couldn't get a job. And oh, so wow. I was like in a situation. And that was when someone kind of said, you know, I want to help you. I'm going to send you to this empowerment workshop. You don't need to be documented to go there. You, I'll send you there. And I wasn't, I, I got into all these colleges, couldn't go. Right. And so I started studying that and I was like, oh, so there's hope for me after all. And yeah. so... I, w- I d- did a deep dive into that. And that's how I was able to build my career by applying those tools uh, to my life. Wow. So I'm a big fan, but I never tell anybody because I don't want anybody to think I'm weird or give me jobs because they feel bad for me or any of right. that sort. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just kind yeah. of hush hush, even that's, to you. I mean, that, that's like, a, I feel like now, like in 2001, 21 i'm like i almost said 2001 and that's weird uh in 2020 in 2021 um i feel like more people are coming forward and admitting things like that you know Mm -hmm. and it's almost like whereas maybe 10 years ago 
you might be afraid to do it because of, you know, you're afraid of what people are going to say. Whereas now people like being that vulnerable makes you, I feel like even more empowered by being, by having the courage to be like, like the perfect example I'm thinking of is, uh, you know, Halsey, who Halsey, the singer, okay. you know, Halsey, no. yes, you do, Aiden. come on, Who's Halsey? Uh, what do you sing? She, she sings, um, oh, she sings so many songs. She sings that song, um, I'm bad in love. You okay, okay, okay. I mean, she has so many hit songs. Uh, but okay. she, you know, she she broke into the music business when she was like in her early 20s. But oh. she had, she admitted that while she was trying to make it, that she was just banging dudes and just staying at their houses so they could take care of her so she could pursue her movie, like her music career. And now yeah. she's like one of the biggest stars and there's a lot of people like that admit stuff like like I think it's great, man. Like, well, I like you know I, I think it's the same thing with like you know Cardi B or Hulk. Mm -hmm. or, or what I, we all want to make B. it. Yeah. Like, I wanted to make it because I was, or I wanted to get my skills up to a point where I felt like I was good on my own merit. So like I can go head to head with someone who hasn't had any. I don't want any handouts because right. I'm, I, I'm like. I've had difficulty. I want right. to be, you're funny. So I want to be able to follow you up. Do you right. see what I'm saying? And not right. rely on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I get it. I get it. I want to be on a lineup with you and be able to handle it. Right? right. But <laughs> you can't. You can't. And likewise. Uh, what, uh, what have you, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to, we'll, I'll probably bounce all over the place, but what made <laughs> you, sure. how long did it take you to complete your book? Like, was that something you've been working on for like years or was it just like an idea that you had like recently you're like, I'm gonna write a book and then just, and you just knock it out. Like, um, so you knew him, um, uh, my partner yeah. passed away. Right. right, uh, my, right, right. Um, and, um, uh, when he died, uh -huh. I, it's been like what, two years became, ago, it years? was, it was, uh, June of 2018. Okay, so a little yeah, bit. So two and a half years yeah, ago. Yeah. And you you saw us. We were yeah. like, we were like a past at the hip. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, <laughs> we really were were about each other. And uh, when he passed away, I kind of hit that point where I was like, I'm so unhappy. Right. I'm like, I was like, I'm so unhappy. Nothing matters anymore. I don't care. I just need to get happier. I, I can't live like this. It's either do this or die. That's it. That, those right. were my options. So then I went and started applying those empowerment tools for the emotional result of being happy as opposed to, hey, I'm going to get the show. I'm going to produce. I'm going to da-da-da-da-da. When I started doing that, people started noticing and they were like, what are you doing? And so then someone came along. This was like November and was like, you're different, something different about you. What are you doing? And I said, I'm focusing on joy and like happiness as my end goal because I was so unhappy. So I'm like trying to focus in that regard. And the woman was like, meet my friend. She's a book coach. You should write a book. She okay. meets me and she goes, I'm giving you a scholarship. I love your story. So I, it just kind of landed in my lap. Okay. And a year later I had a completed product. Yeah. Um, so I was really, you know, happy about that. But it it, it came kind of as an ex, as as an accident because I became really like into, you know, it's the art of being yay, like how to be happy. 
Right. Um, I wanted to call it the art of being gay, but I, like, I mean, I figured, I figured <laughs> there's like a play, like a pun, like a play on words. Yeah. <laughs> but the managers were like, mm, what if we <laughs> some, some people homo? And I was like, I don't, th- I don't think that's even possible, but right. oh, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So it kind of just fell together then. Like, that's great. Yeah. That's, uh, and then there's an audio book. Yes. too. Yeah, yeah. And, and are you the are you the voice? I am the voice. Yeah. Okay. And good. then you got Margaret Cho. She wrote the foreword, and so oh, I no got way. to do the voice for the um the thing, and I'm I'm so excited. And that's great. It's juicy, I tell you. I do not skim the details. I talk about man. There's like man. I know I haven't caught up with you, but like I know, I know. I know. I, it was like rough going there, man. I, yeah, it was like, I know. And I, I remember, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but like, I know, like, I didn't see you, but I, I just, you know, I lost my mom that, and that was like the hardest. And my, my, my dad passed away a couple months ago. Uh, but like, I just, I'm so sorry. oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it's thank you. Um, but it's just one of those things where like, when you lose someone that you love, it doesn't matter what anyone else says to you. Like, it's not going to help it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anytime yeah. someone's like, I'm sorry. Or like, you know, if there's anything you, what you know, are, like what all can the, you say, yeah, like yeah. exactly. What can you say? But like, no. I still because I because I knew him because I knew you and you know I like you. Like I felt the need to just say something, and I think what I said was like, I know there's nothing I could say, but like I get it, or it was something along yeah. those lines. Thank you for I, that. Thank I just you. left it at that because you know, like you get bombarded, and it's just like, I mean, you're still you're going through your thing, but then you're dealing with people, and it's like, so I just I I, I understood what you were going not completely because I never lost a partner but you know just dealing with loss like I was like I, I get appreciate it. that you reached out yeah. that, that was yeah, yeah. very nice and uh, he did like you and he liked your girlfriend too I know <laughs> I, was, I, I remember you guys loved the fact that she was like from a farm and stuff and, farmer. and it's just so so I, it's funny because I spent most of the summer on that farm doing watermelons myself <laughs> uh, I, watermelon festival well it got canceled because of covid and the people not the watermelon festival yeah and you know what's what's sad this whole the little town that she's from is uh like that's the sign as you enter the town from either side welcome to rush springs home of the annual watermelon festival and they had to cancel it because of the covid so it was like yeah rush springs oklahoma town of what's the population there 1200 shut so right now you're sitting in a town of 1200 no no i'm in oklahoma city she's on the farm right now um uh, but oh yeah. okay okay, I mean, okay. She'll, she'll, how she close is back, it from oklahoma city? uh it's about an hour from here so like sometimes uh-huh. she'll just stay down there if they have like a lot of work and whatever <laughs> like they're around like oklahoma city um it's cool like you never been no i'm coming uh, to visit you can visit do yeah yeah it's i mean it's open right now so it's more oh, great yeah it's, like, awesome. it's like super open the club the comedy clubs are open here um Shut up. really like max yeah, capacity no not at max capacity so all the clubs okay. so like i've worked the clubs here i've worked the clubs basically it's actually kind of a good thing that i'm here right now because all the clubs that are open are all kind of within a few hours drive like i've been to kansas yeah. i've been to arkansas i've been to texas i've been to Arizona, Colorado, like everywhere I can kind of drive to from here, you know. Um, but Oklahoma City, like, it's cool. It's got like, it's one of those like, uh, like a 
you can feel like the uh, the history in it, like as far as like the downtown Oklahoma City, like a lot of older buildings, you know, right. kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of a town that would be similar. Uh, I mean, kind of all the towns out here look the same. Like, I don't know. Have you ever been to Boise? You've been to Boise, right? Yeah, yeah. Boise, Idaho, kind of like that, like these old Western oh. towns that you kind of can just feel the history, but yeah. there's like, you know, there's cool restaurants. There's a little bit of diversity in the city, not so much outside of the city, but <laughs> there's okay. not a lot of, there's not a lot of diversity when you go outside of the city, but you know, it's uh, lots of good barbecue, uh, a lot of, uh, it's actually a, a decent, I don't know, decent, like a larger gay community than you would think would be like in okay. these parts. Yeah, like there's a couple I of clubs. I want a guy. I'm gay. Everybody knows that, right? I already, already <laughs> talked about my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> I, um, I want a guy who's like not in LA. LA guys are not just not. I do not like the guys here. Yeah. I don't do the whole. Yeah, like like West Hollywood. I don't like that. Like I just want to. I, I just. I want a New Yorker. Actually, Mark Michael was a New Yorker. I want oh, a New okay. Yorker. Like, Hey, well, I tell you, man. I tell you, man, there, the one thing I will say is uh, people, it, it's, it, it's different being here. I mean, I, I'm going to go back to LA once all everything's back to normal. Um, but it's different being here where like, let's say like, if you met a guy in LA, for example, right? Uh, he might be trying to make it in the business. And yeah. maybe he blows you off because he thinks you don't have enough followers or whatever like it's happened right like not with no. you but like people kind of think are like what can this yeah, person yeah, yeah. do do for me or whatever i i think that i'm gonna i don't know and whereas here nobody's in the industry so everybody is just like normal you know what i mean I like, like everybody I like every yeah every, everybody doesn't doesn't want to be an influencer or sell their screenplay like everyone just has jobs and that has been the like and I, and I loved like the industry like I've been in the industry for god like 20 years almost yeah. like so I'm not talking shit about anything but you do get that LA where like you feel like people are some people at least are talking to you or being friendly with you because they know that you could get them on a show or that you could do this for them whereas here like people are nice to you just because they're nice like they don't necessarily want anything from you no. I, I like that. I like the industry. I just don't want to date industry. That's yeah, all. that's fair. That's fair. I don't like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a big, I don't know. But watch, watch. I'm going to end yeah. up with somebody in the industry. So it always happens. <laughs> I want a watermelon farmer, okay? Dude, uh, dude if, you, <laughs> if you came out to the watermelon farm, dude, they would shit. They would not know what hit them. <laughs> Why? They would just be cold. They, they've never met an Aiden Park. It's, they've never it, met a, a Gaijin. They don't ever. I don't even think they've met an Asian. Period. And then I you go. I want to come to the watermelon farm. That'd be so fun. Dude, I, I want to. I would. I have a couple ideas of how I want to do it, but I want to kind of like over the course because I'm assuming at this point the pandemic won't be over for a few more months, at least like yeah. in LA terms with everything's open and stuff. So what I want to do, I, I could talk about this because I'm trying to make it happen. Uh, like every few weeks bring out like a handful of comics yeah. and like to work on the farm and we'll film it and shit. 
And then like- I love that. And no, but then at the end of the week, we do a few shows. Like there's, there's enough places where we can drive to do one show and then another day do another show and just have it be like this culmination of like working on the farm and then doing comedy. I think it'd be so fun. I'll bring Kate Quigley. Can you imagine me and Kate Quigley working on the fucking farm together? That Kate, would be- Kate, 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 Kate works out, dude. She's strong. Well, I work out, hello? I know, I know, I know. But like, I'm saying like, I think like if people saw her on social media, like, you know, obviously like she's very funny and talented, but like a lot of guys follow her because she's attractive, you know, yeah. and they wouldn't think that she actually, but I know she works out, dude. She's, she, yeah, she's strong. Uh, yeah. That would be funny. Yeah, I, I just I, I want to do that, and I think I can make it happen. But uh, let me yeah, ask you something, man. Uh, what have you been? Uh, what have you been watching over the pandemic? Like, I'm we such a dwarf. You guys, okay. you guys are not going to get any listeners from what I watch. Honestly, you <laughs> you'd be surprised. My favorite TV show uh -huh. is The Amazing Race. Okay, no, that's and a I mean, that's I went popular through show. all 29 seasons on Hulu. No kidding. I just, I love that show. So I, my dream is to be on The Amazing Race. I was like, going to say, I feel like you want to be on that show. I want to be on that show. Except I can't swim or drive stick or run. So uh -huh. I need to like really get better at that. <laughs> and I tend to get moody when I travel. But you know, I mean, <laughs> so like I'm a terrible, but I great TV and I would make it just because I'm so competitive. Like, I yeah. know. Have you never applied for this show? No, I should not? Huh? I mean, I don't know. I'm scared. I, you, dude, you, they would, I, I feel like they would have to pick you. Like they would have to, like who's going to. I would love to be on the, and I would be good. I, I would, I, I would. Yeah. If you're going through a bunch of audition tapes and then your tape pops up and you're just you like how do they not book you how many how many people are on the show like like 20 yeah there's like two two group 10 groups of two 11 groups of two yeah that's what i thought I, I, kate quigley and i want to do it you guys should do it she's like i don't really want to win aiden i just want to go for the experience i'm like i'm not going on with you then <laughs> no you want to win for the fucking experience i'm going on to fucking win i'm a yeah. big motherfucker what, what's the that? prize yeah yeah it's fine uh what's it's a the million dollars but it's not about the prize it's about the title okay of the amazing racer okay and then that'll be like your you can put that on your thing too best-selling author yeah winner of the amazing race yeah i want to uh, you want to go you'd be a good cat i make you do everything i, I do it, go peter does it involve not showering or that's that's survivor huh Oh, that's so you're not you're you need you're one of those, huh? You're one of those uh I would not I Yes, I would not want to be out in the woods. Oh uh, then, then I can't go on with you. What about <laughs> your girlfriend, the, the the watermelon farmer? She oh she, she, oh, she, she gets, yeah, she gets dirty, dude. She gets dirty. She can drive tractors, right? She can drive fuck dude, yeah, that's what she's been doing this can whole week. Stick? Dude, yeah, that's all the not all the tractors. Stick. The stick. Yeah. <laughs> Both she can, she's very good with both sticks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like she can she could operate like I don't know how many gears they have because like there's like three different trackers they have and she could operate all of them. Like, oh, so she's okay. So she's hot, so she can be eye candy. Yeah, and she's with a gay guy, so you wouldn't mind her going on with this with me. I wouldn't and mind I would anyway. Cry the whole time. Basically. <laughs> she, I feel like I farted. Amy, right? right? Uh, Ashton, Ashton. Shit, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Sorry. Uh, 
She uh, she can't run though. She's got bad knees. Well, we'll train like, her. Like she's an athlete. She's strong. Like and she could do fitness stuff. But she she can run. It just bothers her after a while. So as Here's long the as deal. they had a they had a little person on the show oh, okay. named Charla. She <laughs> Charla or Charla? Charla it was Charla uh -huh. and Myrna. Uh -huh. And Myrna was her skinny, whiny cousin. And Sharla was like four foot three. And oh. she had wheelies on. So whenever they had to run through like- Like the shoes with the wheels? Yeah. She would hold on to Myrna and then Myrna would run. <laughs> so if he needs to do something like that, that's cool. No, she can, she can run. This is, yeah, she's got bad knees, but- uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> she would probably she would be good because she doesn't mind being dirty. Like, Is she dude, competitive? I need someone competitive. Yeah. Oh, she would. She was the she was the state MVP in the state of Oklahoma for basketball. She went to, like she oh, played shit. basketball. Oh my god! Speaking yeah. of watermelon, my favorite episode of the Amazing Race is the watermelon bash. Did you see oh, that one? I don't watch. Okay, <laughs> dude. There is this challenge where they have to take a watermelon. And then they have to slingshot it into onto a target, right? Like a small watermelon. Uh -huh. And this one episode, um, Claire of Brooke and Claire, episode one, season 17. See, I'm obsessed. They pull <laughs> it and they let the watermelon go, but it doesn't bounce forward. It bounces back on her face. And it, oh, no. And it hits her head. So she gets <laughs> watermelon to her fucking head. Dude, I took so many watermelons to the head this summer. I <laughs> <laughs> should other things. Yeah, those things hurt, dude. Watermelons Especially like, are delicious. Oh. Like, okay, so like, like some of these melons can will get up to like 40, 50 pounds, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you're when you're grabbing them out of the ground, like they gotta we gotta throw them across to get to we throw them into a truck and uh like they're like they're dirty because they're they're literally coming from the ground. So like sometimes they'll they slip break when you throw them. You what? When you throw, don't they break? You have to be. You have to be. Yeah, you have to be very careful because every. So catch, is there someone to catch the watermelon, or do they just? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. So there's basically there's usually like two or three people on the ground, and then one person in the truck inside the truck. So the people on the ground pass the watermelons and then the guy in the truck catches them and stacks them in the that truck. sounds so fun. It I want to throw a watermelon. It that sounds, sounds fun. I love that shit. That's what everybody says. And that's why I want to do this fucking thing where I bring a few comics out to do it this summer because I think it'll be fucking hilarious. Because oh after, we think about it, do it like 110 degrees and you're doing it for like, we were working like 11, 12 hour days for a while. From That's what you up. need to do. People have heat exhaustion from the amazing race. Yeah. So oh, really? It doesn't matter. Get over it. For sure. Get Here over it. My girl will, like, if she's driving a track or if she's out in the field, she'll just go out, like, into the bushes and drop a deuce and just and, and bring her toilet paper and then just go back into the truck. Like, she, she doesn't, she, like, that shit doesn't bother her. It's I love it. I love her. <laughs> I love her. And I remember you guys liked her. Uh, okay, so amazing. Um, so you, she liked us too. Oh yeah, she loved you guys. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, you know, I think uh, she. She was. You know, she remembered uh, your your man as well, and so she was like, oh, like she's she's got a big heart. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, so you watched all twenty 
uh, all 29 seasons of the amazing race there are 32 seasons now but 29 32. are on hulu oh okay i got you uh what else anything else or does that take up all of your time to watch is that the only thing you were able to watch that's a lot of television i watched that's amazing race us uh-huh but i also ran out and then i was like i'll watch amazing race canada so i watched oh they have other countries too yeah seven seasons and then there's oh, wow. five seasons of the Amazing Race Asia, so I watched all those. Oh, great! So really, I watched 41 <laughs> seasons of the Amazing Race. <laughs> oh my God, that's a lot. That's that's dedication. It's so inspiring. Yeah, it's is so, it? And you learn so much about people. Okay, like you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm into psychology. Yeah. So you learn so much about people and the way they approach the game and the way they approach life and what makes winning attitudes and what makes losing attitudes and yeah. the difference between people who come from actually um, a privileged background versus someone who's had it harder. Yeah. Like. There is a difference, and the people who come from a wealthy background actually have a very big advantage in their mindset in the game. And I think it's so interesting to watch how that unfolds. You would think it, you would think it would be the opposite. You would think the people that had it harder would have the mindset because they had to go through more. But you're saying on this show, that's not the case. The attitude. So it's like this. It's like the people who... It's, I think that's, I think that's actually, um, what is it called? A myth. Uh-huh. Um, people who have had it easier in their lives as it relates to sporting competitions, like the amazing race, uh-huh. they tend to have this mindset of, oh, we can figure it out. Of course, we're going to win. Let's go. Let's uh-huh. go. Of course, let's go. Let's go. We're going to do this. So those people tend to have played hockey. They tend to have been even like the, the ditzy cheerleaders, like they're like, Oh, of course, we're here to win. Let's go. Like positive attitude, not a lot gets to them. The people who have been through a lot, like the coal miners or like, you know, these black women uh, who uh, were single mothers, like they get easily disrupted. So like, they'll be like, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, oh, I knew this. I knew that we couldn't do it. And then panic. Whereas yeah. the, uh, the teams, they're like, of course, this is part of it. Let's go. We're going to get it. Like, so there's a difference. Interesting. Yeah. And it, it's so funny because like the rate at which they believe in themselves is different too. Uh-huh. That's Isn't that weird? Um, yeah, that is weird. I never would have guessed that. But in life, yeah, in life too, actually though, because in life, if you're used to losing, if you're used to having difficulties, well, that I faced that, right? Like, so like yeah. I, when I was 19, at first it was really rough because until I got acclimated to the empowerment, you know, a mindset, yeah. you know, I was used to what? Getting into college and not being able to go, being a hooker and being HIV positive at 19 and being poor all my life right. and going into a job and having a team mentality where I do what's best for the team, that's new to me. So it's not such an individualistic survival sport anymore. It's about something beyond survival, uh-huh. which is new. And to adjust to that kind of thinking is actually different. Yeah. Um, the people who uh, have to survive a lot, they're in survival mode often. And if you're in survival mode, you're not looking to win. You're looking to not lose. And that right. makes you lose. That's true. If I could I'm sorry, I over that. It's my no, favorite topic. No, Kobe Bryant says that too, or said that, God rest 
You listen to any um, empowerment stuff? Like, um, I, I've, I listen to uh, a couple of people. I, well, first of all, I love Gary V. I'm sure he's come yeah. up on this podcast. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's a very, uh, he's an entrepreneur, but he's got a great podcast where he okay. basically encourages everybody to just go after whatever, whatever it is that they want to me. achieve. I want to meet him. I mean, I don't know him. He's great. Oh, I thought he came uh, on the podcast. Okay, great. I we would we would love to have Gary V on the podcast, uh, yeah. but it, he 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 like basically, it's all he's all about like people following their dreams and following their happiness. But like you can be very successful in those things if you put the work in. So it's kind of like two different. He kind of sends two different messages, and he thinks that people should do jobs that like careers that they love even if it means that they don't make a lot of money because the happiness is not going to replace making a lot of money in like a job that you hate you know, mm -hmm. necessarily. Um, that's one or like, yeah, he, he, and, but then he tells people like, like if you want to make it as a comedian, he'd be like, well, what are you doing? Are you, are you making, are you have a podcast? Do you have YouTube videos? Are you posting on TikTok? Like he'll say all these things. So it's like, you got to put in work. You got to collaborate with people. Like he'll, tell people how hard they have to work to be successful, but at the same time, telling people that they don't need to make a lot of money as long as they're doing what they love. It's really weird. It's like two different- I have a thought about this actually, um, because I have, because I coach people now. Yeah. I have an art of being gay point of view about success. Uh -huh. um, say you want to be a comedian, right? So say I was coaching a comedian who wants to be a comedian. So the goal is to figure out what it is within the comedy world makes you excited and provide something within that field that cannot be replicated by anybody else. Once you have that figured out, you're in. Uh -huh. Because, okay, so say like for me, if I were to say, so right now, if I were a gay, a gay comedian, there's like 2,500 gay comedians, for example but a gay comedian who can talk about his past life experiences in a way that, that, that brings in empowerment to help people too. Right. And that's what I'm into. So it's, it's, it's not about pursuing success as far as I want to be a comedian. Let's go for success. It's like, I want to be a comedian. What kind of voice do I want to have? And can this be replicated? Is it a unique voice? And let's work on this so that we create a product that cannot be replicated and I'm enjoying doing it because that's what I'm inclinated towards. That's right. how I would coach people on that. Yeah. Because then you don't run out of energy. Yeah. Uh, you run out of energy because you're doing a bunch of bullshit that you don't want to do that you feel yeah. like you should be doing. Right. But if you're passionate, then you know, that's what I think. That's what I would say. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I think. They're like, I think Jim Carrey said it too, is like, um, you're gonna fail anyway, so why not fail doing what you love? And you're like, that's pretty good too. And yeah, can, I mean, that's, that's it, but yeah. I think there's a lot of, I don't like the whole like, and I'm sure he has other things, but I don't, I really don't like the action oriented um, solution to life because yeah. it's like, oh, something's not going your way, work harder. No, right. that's actually okay. not great. <laughs> okay yeah i love I it know. man that's what i think uh when's the when's the last time you did comedy before pandemic like live yeah yeah, yeah. um 
Oh, there's a couple outdoor shows here. So I did like 10 yeah, yeah. minutes of outdoor oh, shows. Okay. So you, you, yeah. you, so you performed during this then? Yeah, outdoor. Oh, and then okay, I did perfect. do Montana in August. I oh, you did? Montana. Yeah. That's Talisco, great. Montana. Dude, I, I, I mean, I don't think you have to be embarrassed. to. I, I feel like you were afraid to tell people that you performed inside. It's okay. I've done it too. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, I mean, it's very controversial now. People are I know. Here's the thing. Here's canceled. the thing. Yeah, here's, here's the thing, man. I have a job. My job is a comedian. I need to do my job. And so if I'm going to a place right now where they're socially distancing, right? So it's lim there's tables are spread out more than they more than they would be there. It's limited capacity. Um, they're taking temperatures and everything. You got to wear your mask. Like it's no less safe than going to target. No. Right. And if they want to go and these people want to pay me so that those people can be entertained, like I'm going to go, man, like, I don't feel bad no. about it. You know, because like I said, it's it's no less safe than going to Target or It's whatever. no less safe than actually isolating when you're living alone. So I live alone. Okay. So for yeah, me to isolate now, it's been a year. Yeah. So if I were to comply to everything that they're saying, for me to completely isolate from human contact yeah. for a year would be bad for my health. Yes. And so I'm taking calculated risks. I'm seeing two or three friends a week where I'm, uh, you know, like playing board games with them or I like have them over or whatever. Right. Uh, but you, but I feel it's super important to have human contact. It is. We and, are, people forget we're, we're animals actually. Like we're actually biological creatures and we evolved from what we, you know, started as, but like we're animals. Animals need each other like to function. Like an animal in isolation, like it's usually a very sad or crazy animal. Like that's, and that's the, the thing, right? So mm -hmm. I, yeah, I've, I, I don't, I, I've been working a little bit. So I see, I see, and, and I'm also in a place that cares a little bit less than like LA where you are. <laughs> right. Everything's uh, open here. <laughs> you know, oh, still, uh, dude, I'm telling, like for right now, it's better because I've been back in LA. I've been back and forth. And when I go to LA, it makes me sad. I'm like, no, like this is not LA. You know, I miss yeah. this being open and this and just like the buzz and just because I'm from LA, like I'm born and raised yeah. there. So like, but here in Oklahoma versus there, like we're here, everything's open and it's like, oh yeah, I can, I can go to dinner or I can go. Without a mask? Without a mask, you could walk no, in anywhere. No, 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 you have to have a mask on, but they're so letting- you're sitting at a table for food, you don't need a mask. Yes, this is, I actually have a joke about this, but yeah, you have to wear a mask when you go into the restaurant. Once you sit down, you can take it off. But if you get back up, like if you go to the bathroom or something, or when you leave, you got to put your mask back on. So you're only allowed to take it off when you're at your table. Okay, okay. And- um, they encourage you if like you're not eating to leave your mask on. What's the COVID rate? Is it, is it any higher than LA no. uh, percentage wise? No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were like, I don't want to get into numbers, but like, cause like <laughs> I've, had, I've talked about this with so many people and, and I haven't checked recently, but like, 
there was a point where like California had like quote unquote the most cases, right? Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. just in numbers though, like 35,000, I don't know what the number was, but 30,000, right? But what I was looking at it was more per capita, like sure they have 35,000, but there's also, you know, 30 million people there, right? Right. Whereas right. Here, here they might've had 2,000, yeah. but there's not as many people. And so the percentage of the percentages, you know, so basically per capita, there was a point where like California was like 20 or something like that's good, you know, one being the worst. So they were way down like 20 and Oklahoma was like 22 or 23. Like they weren't that far apart. There's more of the same pretty much. Yeah, like they were- LA is more impacted, I think. Like there's more people in- There's just more, there's more people, period. So it's just all that's gonna be multiplied, but I'm just like, I just wanna, I just wanna be back in LA and see everybody and hug everybody and you know. Yeah, I miss you. (laughs) Yeah, I miss you, man. Like I just miss like, just, you know, I mean, I love doing comedy, you know, it's my favorite thing, but part of what is fun about doing comedy is like, we do the shows and whatever, but it's just like hanging out backstage or hanging out like at the bar, at the club, you know, like just talking and just like bonding, laughing with each other. Like I miss that a lot, you know, but I mean, I've got, I've gotten to work still, like I said, a little bit, but it's just not the same with like, the LA scene, just like seeing everybody on a regular basis. You, uh, know? you never Sorry. know who you're going to run to. Exactly. Like you show up and there's a lineup and I'm like, oh, you're on the lineup? Cool. Yeah, right? Um, what, uh, have you have you been working out during this, man? I have, you know what I've been doing? A hundred push-ups a day. Okay. And a 50 sit-ups a day. Okay. But, um, but like, it's not the same. You're a, you're a trainer. Yeah. Like, I can be guy. like okay shape with that, but I, I still got soft in some areas, like thighs yeah. or my there's like back, you know, lats, like eh. So like I'm a little soft, I think. Damn it, it's okay. Yeah, I was just asking because I, I know places aren't open, so I'm just trying to figure out like what people are doing to even stay in shape because you can't, it's, you don't what, really have a lot of options. What would you recommend? Uh, yeah, I would recommend, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could do if, even if you don't have any equipment, you know, I was doing, I was, I was doing videos at the beginning of COVID, but like, you know, you could do like squats, especially like for your legs, you could do like squats, lunges, you could do, you know, a bunch of different variations of a squat, lunge, you could do step ups onto like a chair or like Bulgarian split squats with a chair, like there's all kinds of stuff you could do with no, no weight, just your body weight. Um, you could slow it. And, and you, if you like, you know, when you're moving your body weight, obviously, eventually you'll get used to it. And then there's things you can do to make it harder. Like you could yeah. just slow it down more and just, you know, increase the time that your muscles are under tension. And yeah. there's different ways you could do it to still make it hard, even with no equipment. So um, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff on YouTube. Like there's a lot, and there's a lot of people like posting like really cool fitness stuff. Um, that you, you don't need to do with, uh, with uh, like what you don't need anything. Cause a lot of people don't have exercise equipment at their house. Yeah. And it was hard to buy stuff. Like when that, when other gyms closed down and I was locked in my apartment, I'm like, I was online trying to buy stuff. And like, they sold out. Everyone had the same yeah. idea. You couldn't buy weights and still like a lot of places don't have them. Cause I'm still trying to buy, like, I want to put my own home gym, uh, but like I can't buy a complete set because all the stuff that I want is still not available. 
It's been yeah. almost a year. <laughs> uh, man, uh, I can't wait for this to be over. It's going to be yeah. interesting. I know. I just can't. I can't. Uh, I just can't wait to. I for me. What? What? Okay. What's the thing uh, that you missed? Like the one thing that you're like you're not getting right now that you can't wait to do after this. Like I like a night out, like a, a restaurant, the movies. Like I just like yeah, you know movies. I, I love travel. I really Ooh. love travel. Yeah. And so just the freedom of go, popping in anywhere I want and going anywhere I want. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I really miss that. The adventure, the random adventure, not feeling so limited in my random adventures. I like it. What um? Uh, do you have a do you have a favorite superhero? Do I have a favorite superhero? Yeah. I feel like you don't like superheroes. <laughs> I feel like I don't. I feel like I don't. <laughs> although, although, you know, have you seen the cover of the book? It's like yeah, Superman. well, I thought, that's why I, I thought it was like a Superman reference. <laughs> it is a Superman reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll say Superman. You're inspired. Yeah, well, you're inspired let's go Superman. By, yeah, there's a there's a new uh, Superman show coming out on the CW. Oh yeah, it's always the CW. I love the CW. I like. I, I would love. I mean, putting it out there, CW. I would love to be on a CW show. You Literally, would be great CW. I would be great. Yeah. First of all, because I love. I know all their shows already, so like I don't have to do research. They're like, oh, you got an audition for this? I'm like, oh yeah, I know what's going on. What what episode are we on? Yeah, I got it. I know yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on, <laughs> but you're, you're uh, mm -hmm. the uh, they're coming out with a new Superman show, uh, Superman and Lois, I believe is what it's called. Oh, as opposed to Lois and Clark. Yeah, I was like, that's so original. Whatever, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know. But it's coming out. Well, actually, by the time this airs, it will already be out. So I'm gonna oh, watch it because I fucking watch all the shows in the CW. Don't <laughs> you make good shows. Yeah, I love them, dude. I know, I know, I'm not the target demographic, but I love fucking CW shows. I'm serious. I watch all the shows I watch. I feel like are for girls that are like 13. Yeah, like Supernatural. Oh, I that was like 10 years ago, right? Well, it just ended. Supernatural it, just ended. Yeah, like I thought it got canceled like 10 years ago. No, dude. It, this is this was season 17. They went 17 seasons. With that tall guy? Two guys. With Rolly's boyfriend from Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, exactly. He was, uh, what was his, oh, God. No, he, his name was Dean on Gilmore Girls. Dean on Gilmore Girls, yeah. He was Dean on Gilmore Girls. And then on the show, his brother's name, on Supernatural, his name is Sam and his brother's name is Dean. And you're like, oh, there's another I Dean. I would love to be on a show for that long. You know, right? Like you, I mean, you can make so much money. Oh, dude, these guys are the guys. I don't know how much Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles made at the end, but like, think about it 17 seasons. So that's a lot of money. And they probably got right. raises, raises every year. Right. Wait, no, 13, right? Per year. No, 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 no. 22, 22. No way. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, per year. And then you figure that show's syndicated too, right? It's been syndicated forever, so they're getting they're tons. Life, that's it. Yeah, for life. Then they do like all those like all those like nerd cons and comic cons and whatever. 
and they they do like they'll sign pictures or whatever like for all day and like make like a hundred thousand dollars in like a weekend just by signing autographs yeah. or more and they're like, not so famous that they can't go anywhere they they can go anywhere they want yeah so. Yeah. Like I want that level of fame. Like Dude. I don't really want to be like fucking crazy fame. I want to be like Yeah. That's cool. Like, like that's like Jared Jared Padalecki, the guy from Supernatural, now he's yeah. a now he's the star of uh the re the reboot of Walker Texas Ranger. Uh Oh, shut up. Yeah. He's Walker? Yeah, he's Walker. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually auditioned to be on the show cuz they shoot in Austin. And uh my grandma loved everyone loved that everyone, Texas Ranger. Yeah, everyone loved that show. Like that show is oh, dope. Um, yeah. But he 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 lives in Austin because they were they shot that show in Austin and now they're shooting Walker in Austin. Like he's like he could go anywhere. Yeah. He's been on a hit show for 17 years and then Gilmore Girls before that and he can go like you say he could Man. he's famous he's famous but he could still go anywhere. It's yeah, pretty cool. Like, I don't want to be George Clooney. I want to be like Jared Padalecki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be that like that level. Yeah. yeah Not that I, I'm even close, but you, <laughs> it's no, good you're, to close, have you're, you're close. We're close. Oh, I, come on. We are. Okay. All right. We're close. We're close, man. We're always, that's just a thing, dude. Like, you know how it is. I mean, you work hard and I know I work hard. So like when we do get something that makes us like really hit, people are going to see it and then because they didn't know who we were like oh they came out of nowhere but everybody that knows you knows like no he was fucking working hard for what for me 20 years i've been in the industry for almost 20 years i yeah. went on my first audition yeah. in 1999 so Were when i went or something i i auditioned for O-Town. i've never <laughs> talked about on this podcast yeah <laughs> Yeah, you were like one of the people, like one of the top 10. Right? No, 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 no. Uh, you saw me for like a second on like the first episode. I didn't. You were like in the top 40, though. You got pretty far. Like you were one of the people. I, I should have Aiden, but no. no. Oh, you didn't? I thought you were like, I thought you made it past the first no, few cuts. I made, I made it. I made it. <laughs> I made it. I made it past the first few cuts on American Idol, but never got to be on TV. I made it past the stadium cut on American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. I made I made two cuts on American Idol, um, and then I got cut right before we were gonna get to be up maybe on TV. And I was Paula and Randy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever. You know what sucks too? I don't even watch that show anymore. But like, you know, like how they put like the shitty people on that show. Yeah. Like they like for, them through, they they pass them on purpose so that they can yeah. make them look stupid on TV, right? Yeah. But. If you know somebody, like if somebody knows that you auditioned for American Idol and that you weren't even shitty enough to be that shitty person that was on there, like, well, how shitty oh. must you be that they put that shitty person on TV and not you? Do you know what I mean? People yeah. think that. And I'm like, no. A lot of really good singers. Uh, they they yeah. want them. But it's like, they have to, ha yeah, like they can't, and they, they have to have, they're going to have the really good people, but they're also, they have to have, some of those shitty people otherwise it doesn't make for the entertaining show yeah <laughs> I, uh man I, I i was excited about my year the year i auditioned was the david cook david archuleta um okay yeah 
That was my year. Well, it's their loss, Aiden, because we're going to do way better things than American Idol. Right. That's right. Aiden I'd is be a on a supernatural show for a CW. Yeah, exactly. Um, Aiden uh, is, you know, already a, a top selling, best selling author. You know, who knows what else we're going to we're going to see from him. Um, do me a favor. Uh, tell them where they can find you. Your plug your social handles. Yeah. So um, you can find me uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and Facebook at Aiden Park Show, A-I-D-A-N Park Show. You can get my book, The Art of Being Yay, yes. at theartofbeingyay.com. And actually, it's a blog um, about, it's, it's a, a empowerment with a comedic twist. So there's a bunch of blogs in there about loneliness and relationships and how to heal yourself and all these different things. There's like 40 videos on there now. So you okay. can really get lost on there. So come find me, Yahoo. And then, uh, and like you said, the book's available at the website and everything. And you do like speaking stuff now too, right? So yeah. they might see you at a workshop or seminar or something. Look out for him. Yeah, I just got an award from the American Cancer Society. Oh, thanks. Uh, for doing a fundraiser for them. And then, uh, yeah, I work with the Special Olympics and uh, you know, I'm creating a curriculum for them for mind, uh, mindfulness for their athletes. So like, oh, I'm no really way. excited about what's going on. So you want to keep up go to my website you can actually join my newsletter every friday i send out a fry yay feel better newsletter which includes um a helpful tips for a happier life so i hope that you will say hi to me okay uh do me a favor when, when we hang up send send me the link to that yep text it uh -huh. to me so i could put it in the show notes for when we drop cool. the podcast so they could just click on it if they want to go there um Cool, man. Well, I miss you. I miss uh, comedy, performing together and stuff. We'll get yeah. back to that. We're going to do it again. It's going to be great. Soon enough. I'm so proud of you, man. Working hard, inspiring you, people. You I know, like, you know, it's hard to get lost. Like, uh, you know, we all got social media and lives and whatever. But, like, it's like you see what everyone's doing. So you just kind of feel like you talk to them. And then you're like, oh, shit, we actually haven't talked in, like, I know. a long-ass fucking time. You know, so... You but you know what? I, I feel like this way with you. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I cannot talk to you for a year and then just see you and then we pick up right where we right. just last had it. For so sure. I'm, you know, I'm grateful. I yeah. was so happy to hear from you. Yeah, same, buddy. Um, I'll tell Ashton you said hello. <laughs> and uh, yeah, guys, get his book. Uh, thank you for joining us. This has been the Performa Podcast. And we'll see you guys next time.